Oh, I didn't. I didn't go on live and then tell everybody that we started, but they can just. Oh, fuck them. Well, uh, we're started right now. So. No, we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you started live. Wait, and we're live. On. Can they see? Can I wait? Hold on. Here, here's the best part. Can the humans see the double me? Uh, I'm kind of covering your face. Here you go. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> see it once. See it twice, baby. That's two Montana Rickies. <laughs> There it is. It is. Oh, let me get rid oh of Oh, my that. God. Dude, it's Mother's Day today. Every BMXer that's alive right now should... Should lag out. And... Huh? It lagged out while you said that. I said that every BMXer should thank their moms for having sex because we wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> All right. You got to put your face a little bit further to the side on the screen. That's well, it. Yes, right there, right there. You're good. Right what, there? Like, I got to stay, like, in this position? It's decent. What's up, Jacob? What's up, Robbie? What's up, Michael? What's up, Eddie? There's all kinds of people in here. So, earlier, you said you had a topic. <laughs> and I'm going to read your text so we can just pick right back up where you left off. Hit me. So, and you can elaborate on this so I can respond to it. But uh, you said when you realize BMX is so insane and you feel like you suck. Yeah. I went riding this weekend and one of those new little kids showed up. And that little some bitch did every goddamn trick in the world on street where I thought he was just a skate park cat. And when he was riding and everything he was doing first try without looking made me realize, man, I suck ass. And I don't know if other people feel that way, but I've had this feeling when I was like 17 and I got my ass kicked by a 10-year-old kid that was on red line at a contest and it made me feel inferior. Was his name sure Garrett Reynolds? No. Nah. <laughs> That'd be funny, though. Um, it was another, it was like a racer slash BMXer kid or a freestyler kid that rode for Redline. Gotcha. And he was doing backflip no handers and shit. That's at the crazy. Contest. So uh, I suck. So and you I'm asked me if I ever felt like that. Yeah. And I said, no, I've never felt like that before, ever. Ever. Never. You're telling me, ever. You've <laughs> never, well. Maybe my age plays into it, but I just gave an example of being 17, and I feel when I was 17, I was like, I thought I was invincible until that 10-year-old kid kicked my ass. Another thing that comes into play is when you make an edit and you put your whole life into that fucking thing, and you don't get the response that you want from it. Now, I know Instagram isn't the biggest fucking thing, but there's times when you put clips on Instagram and you're like stoked on them, and nobody comments, nobody likes it, nobody gives a shit. Now, I know a majority of people are going to be like, oh, what you do? It's Instagram. Oh, what you do? It's an edit, dude. As long as you had fun and you liked it. Well, yeah. There's also a part of being competitive with yourself, and you want certain things to be certain ways. And I know since we're men, it's hard to talk all sensitive-like, but I seriously get a feeling that sometimes, like, oh, shit, I suck. I'm not as good as this person. Because the only way to get better is sometimes you got to watch people that are way better than you so you can compare how you ride to their riding and then you can get a little bit better from that. And I know that it's 
not right to talk about being competitive in BMX. I know it's, you know, nobody likes to say, oh, I'm jealous of that guy. Yeah. They'll look for other words. But deep down, everybody does get jealous. Everybody is competitive. And sometimes you do get sad about your fucking riding. I don't care who you are. You I know? don't know, so, man. I've never been sad about my riding. Huh? I've never been bummed out about my riding. Ever. Never. Never. I mean, I've there have been situations where I was trying a trick that I used to be able to do and it was harder or couldn't do or scared of something. But then uh, that's not necessarily like bummed about feeling like I suck. I was just like, oh, crap, this is I'm learning this again. Right, right. Okay, let's say that uh, your hair didn't get combed right. Do you ever have days about your hair? I used to, back in the straightening my hair days. I'm playing with you on that one. <laughs> but I, I'm being I, I'm being serious. There has to be times when you're out riding your bike and, I don't know, your bike isn't feeling good, so you get down on that. I'm trying to look at other ways because for me, and I'm taking in the fact that I'm going to be 37. I'm pretty sure there might be a couple guys on here that are going to be older than me. And they're going to say, oh, dog, you're only fucking 37, man up. Well, I'm 30 or 36, but I'm 36 right now. So, like, I can only live by what I am now. Five years from now, I'm going to go back and look at this and go, God, you're a pussy. I would love to be 36. <laughs> so I guess the same could go for somebody that's 15 right now. But uh, what I'm saying is... It really sucks when you go. Maybe maybe it's just when you go and ride with someone and you feel inferior. This weekend, I rode with some new little kid. And I swear to God, the things he was doing, I was like, I'll never be able to do that. I've never done that. I'll never be able to do that. And he's doing everything first try. I think, I think the difference is that, that I have absolutely no desire to do anything that I watch anyone else do unless I just want to do it. Like I don't look at anyone who's doing a truck driver downstairs and get mad and be like, Oh, I wish I could do that. Cause I want to do that. I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, Oh, that's sick. I literally will never do that because I don't want to. Okay. That's fair. I mean, you have a love for just sitting on the coping all day long. All day so long. So you're telling me if Dave Frymuth, Dave Osato, Rob Ridge, Rick Monterno showed up to your goddamn coping and started doing things. Oh, hey, actually, we'll take it on a 10-foot quarter, and that's all you have to ride. Because I don't know if you can get ham like you can on a 10-foot quarter. I've never seen you go bigger I'm, than a 6-foot quarter. I'm screwed on a 10-foot quarter. Okay, let's say they're doing all the stuff you can do, and it's time for you to shine. And you're, you're having a hard time riding that, okay? I'm trying to look for examples to give you that, so then you can be like, all right. I, there is a part of me that can feel inferior. All right, there is a part of me that has like, oh, shit, I wish I was as good as this guy. There's no way in the world you can tell me right now that you've never just sat back and gone, man, I wish I wish I was better at this part, or I wish I, I rode like this. Never in comparing to anyone else, just myself. Okay, well, I would like to congratulate you for that. <laughs> I'm not, here, there's the thing though. I'm not allowed to feel like that and have the opinions that I have. I'm not allowed to say everything is freestyle and you should only be competing with yourself and trying to make yourself better and then be like, oh, I wish I was as good as this guy. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, but I'm not, take, I'm not taking this in a negative way or am I bitching? I'm talking about that inner thing inside of me. I know, everybody. I know. And so I'm, how, about, how about I just say for myself, when this little kid, the first hand row we come to is a 
18 stair handrail. He doesn't even look at it, which I normally don't look at rails when I go do them, but I never, I don't go to an 18 stair and just fire it out. He fires it out, and then after he lands that, there's an 8 stair, and then he bars it just for jokes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just put that on Instagram. Now whip the camera out, and then I'll do this. And he turns around, walks up the stairs, doesn't even look at the rail. You're talking about Cam Gervin. I don't give a shit who I'm talking about. I'm talking about how good that kid is. Yeah, he's really good. Talk about me. Okay, what I'm saying, though, is after he gets done whooping my ass, or not my ass, but riding it, another rider starts doing something, and it's big and crazy. And all of these people are like 20 years younger than me. I'm just saying, and being honest, I don't know how many people, 16 people around here watching. You know what I mean? I, I'm trying to figure out things that I don't ever hear other people talk about. Yeah. You know. You're, no, you're totally you there. watch certain, certain sites and certain things about BMX talks and some of the hosts or some of the people, you know, they always go into the same thing. Well, welcome everybody to the Brad Moore and Ricky show. Yeah, Today nope. Today we're going to talk about this. Yeah, no. No, I'm getting like in depth where I really feel like there's that inner thing about people, and maybe this is just myself. Some people might be able to relate, but when somebody that really kicks ass gets around me, I have two phases, three phases. One, I get intimidated and jealous, and I shut down. Two, I just say, fuck that dude, ignore him, and walk off. <laughs> and three, and three, I'm like, maybe I have to try that and do that. You know what I mean? And as crazy as that sounds, I know that there are people that have gone to their local park and have felt the same way or went out riding street or some new dude shows up or a pro shows up and they get intimidated or they have this feeling. Here, let's let's shift the conversation to rather than feeling like you suck because of other people, I mean, that's going to be the heart of it, but switch it to the feeling of you're scared to ride your bike in front of people who are better than you because you're not as good as them because everyone knows what that's like and i've been to a billion skate parks where there's a kid there who won't ride because he's scared for you to see him not do as good as tricks as you can do okay well i guess you're wording it better than me well no that's just kind of the same thing yeah well i guess it is like i've God, it depends. Street maybe is the more intimidating thing. If we go to a jam or a skate park, I have no fucking problem. Yeah. If if it's a big, huge group of people riding street, there's enough to take their attention off of me that I can just do whatever. But if it's just a selected few and you're part of that and you're supposed to be filming with them and you got that one dude that shines, oh my God, that sucks ass. And <laughs> when... when I don't know. I guess this is good because I'm it's older just, than you. It's just two different examples of kind of the same thing. And and I think that it's a little more relatable to put it that way because not as many people are out riding street with dudes who are filming crazy stuff, you know, like, and just watching and feeling like they're not good enough to ride. But like at a skate park, I, there's definitely people all the time who are like that. And I I personally try to recognize when people are like that and try to make them ride, like, get out there, do something, and then get psyched on them. Because literally, like, I can remember 
that feeling. It didn't last very long for me because I just didn't care. I literally just like didn't matter who I was around. I was like, I don't even care how good you are. I'm going to try my stupid 180 and I'm going to learn this trick even if you're doing three whips over this box. But but I can remember being like, oh my God, these kids are really good or whatever. And like, I'm scared to ride because they're so good. And I think that it's good to tell people that people like me and you don't care whatsoever how good anyone is if you're having fun. These guys are arguing wow. about gyros, I know. Oh, I'm not looking at that. I'm just looking at like, I always feel bad because I come off so, sometimes I come off negative or I come off bad, but I always try to be. Move to the other you know, side you of the screen. You have two parts of your body, or two parts of yourself. You have the good and the bad. And I've always just been that type of person that looks in a negative of everything. Yeah. But honestly, you're just better at making things sound so fucking positive. <laughs> if someone's dog got ran over right now, you could tell a story of how great that dog's life was without <laughs> you getting into the details of what it looked like smashed in the road. So, you know, but I guess that's the yin and yang about us having conversation. I was just saying that, like, uh, since I started being a man, I've always had that intimidation thing, but it's like an internal thing where you don't really talk about it, and then usually I just give it the, oh, fuck it kind of thing, and then I just start writing, and then just remember, like, all right, well, you'll never be as good as that, Ricky, but as long as you're yourself, that's all that matters, but I try to take the other effects that are inside of there, and here I go with negative, is... When you hear people talking, let's say, all right, how about this one, Brant? All right, how about this one? How about when you're riding, Brant, and you do something, and then you get done doing it, and say there's all these new people, and it's usually at raised BMX, because that's where you always are. Pretend you heard somebody say something, and it was negative towards you. All right? And I know you've had this happen in your life. How do you respond to that negative? Because I'll give you an example. Somebody yesterday to me, said, fuck the company I work for and fuck Montana Ricky. And it was within ear reach of me. It sucks ass hearing that. I get super upset and bummed and angry because it's like uh, they're doing it on purpose so I can hear it. But at the same time, I can't go out of my way because I have a loud fucking mouth. I would love to shut people down to act like that. But then I know it's just immature and stupid of me to act that way and to retaliate. Do you know my examples? I, I have perfect response to this. Give me, go, Buzz, give me what it's like to be Well, first, 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 haircut. you need to move to the other side of the screen. My face is hiding you. No, the other way. There you go. Dude, Try I'm, and stay over there. I'm trying, Buzz. It's okay. Uh, first, one thing, I'm going to, I thought of something beforehand, so... What you're not thinking about whenever you're comparing yourself to these other people is that it's the it's the skill tree from your video games, okay? They're all really good at this part and this side of it, and then you're really good at your side of it. So guarantee whoever you're talking about is nowhere near as good as full cabs as you are. Like there's stuff of, that you can do that is 10,000 times better or they couldn't do it at all. So So it's like it's all relative, but to talk about your example of someone talking crap about you right in front of you and then the response to it. I've literally had this happen. You're right. There's some people who are uh, 
pretty crappy people that say things and you know that they're talking about you. You know my response? If someone was to say something about a trick I was doing, like if I sat in an ice pick and did a trick and I heard someone say how stupid it was, I would wait until right after their run is over and I'll go and do as many tricks as I possibly could in the ice pick stall and stare at them the whole time <laughs> because I don't care what they say and I'm having fun. Well, brother, good job. And if I, I was it. you, no, if I was you, in that situation where someone said F Merritt and F Montana Ricky, I would have got out a whole bunch of Merritt stickers when they weren't looking and did like a product Merritt toss and got everyone grouped around them and just get through Merritt stickers at them. <laughs> well, I do understand that, you know, obviously I work for a company and obviously I have a persona or something, so I'm more known than others so I can get the backlash of being, oh, well, he's Montana Ricky, and he thinks he's better than me just because he's Montana Ricky or something like that. Where really not like I'm know that when I get in a loud or when I get around a big huge group, I get super loud. Yeah, I can get annoying, but at the same time, it's like you know everybody's got their own defense mechanism. That's just kind of yeah. my own defense mechanism, but it, it does really suck. But. I guess moving to the East Coast, the East Coast, you're going to grow the thickest skin you've ever learned or you've ever oh, gotten. Oh, dude, people on the East Coast do not sugarcoat anything. No, fuck no. And, and I've become harder being over here. You know, the only thing that I can say that's that, okay, let me take the West Coast. The West Coast is the laid back coast. All right. Everybody's chill. They got the best weather in the world. They can ride anytime they want. Yeah. All right. The Northwest is, oh shit, I can only ride from May till maybe September. Yeah. So I gotta ride as fucking hard as I can, and during the winter I gotta shovel the sidewalk, and I'm gonna go up in front of my house, and I'm gonna ride as hard as I can. The South doesn't ride during the winter. I mean, during the summer, because that's their winter. So it's the complete opposite. You know what I mean? In the Midwest, you're about the same as the Northwest, right? Except for in the Midwest, around where you are, so many pros came from where you are yeah, and around that area, right? Then you get the East Coast. It's the shittiest weather <laughs> all the time, <laughs> all right? Everybody here pretends like they love it here, but they secretly hate it, I swear, because it's just, it's, the weather just kills you here. But everybody is each to their own, and the greatest riders have came from the East Coast. It's almost like hip-hop, where East Coast, East Coast started hip-hop, that's how I feel with BMX. A lot of the really great riders came from the East Coast. And they're just super, man, their opinions are right straight forward to it. On the East Coast, it's just like they're laid back with it, so you're cool with it. The Northwest, they're kind of edgy too. Where you are, it's if and ands, but the East Coast is just... Oh, Where they, I'm they at? Sure love to hit you with it. Huh? Where I'm at? It's people have their opinions, but only a select few of them will say it to your face or around you, and everyone will talk crap <clears throat> to other people because no one wants to be honest to each other. But uh, another thing is that you, I've realized and you have to realize is that anyone who's talking crap like that has things about themselves that they are, have problems with. Otherwise, they wouldn't have to say anything about you. To make themselves right. feel better. And I'm not going to say that I'm innocent, all right? Yeah. 
I've talked shit about Charlie Crumish. It got back to him. I have nothing to say. I didn't know him yet, so I just did the same thing as usual. Yeah. And now knowing him, you know, I feel bad that I've done that, and I did the same thing that I wish people could do for me, where they get to meet me first yeah. before they felt a certain way. But we're not all going to meet everybody. And whatever's portrayed on the internet or virtually or in magazines, you're going to take it how it is. And as being an old dude, normally I hate fucking this type of social media because it killed the best social media I loved, which was like props and everything. And we didn't have this. But now what I love about it is we can do this bullshitting and we can have great people that are inside the chat right now. Like we got Chad, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash, Trash, not Johnny Godzilla, Cash. Godzilla, Ronnie, you know, Raw Dog, which I think is the ex of Lander, dude. And then, um, you know, your bike isn't as lazy boy, whatever not. But, I mean, these people are coming on here, and they're listening to what we have to say, and they're giving their opinions. And number yeah. 247, PDX, yo, he's from Portland. And then we have Brandon Klein, who, to me, is one day we're going to get him on here. And he's going to talk because he owns the most, the dopest collection of VHSs. Probably the second biggest. Which one one's BMX, Brandon I, Klein? Brandon Klein, he's on there. I think it's, BMX, it's Klein BMX. He's, okay. he's a quiet ass dude. Or he could have left. Fuck him. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but he would be really great. Working in a shop for 15 years. Yeah. He's the new sales rep for Daily Grind. Um. <clears throat> He is a really good dude. He's there. Anyway. He's right there. And uh, his information and his details on BMXers is fucking bare none phenomenal. Like, if, I, if I'm if i stuck and I want to post something about a rider, he's yeah. one of the first dudes that I call. Nice. You know, there's great people that are in here, and I'm really stoked that these people could come on here. 27 and, uh, people now. How many? 27. 27. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that more people come to this and get to realize that, like, Things like this should happen, man. People should get together. We all are interested, and we all love BMX. Yeah. So it's great when we can all get together and have these conversations and do things that are like this. And uh, it's good because your perspective on BMX is way different than a lot of people's, but you can totally relate. Yeah. And mine's totally different. And we live two different types of lives. And also, I'm freaking 10 or 11 12 13 14 15 years older than you so like the age gap obviously makes things a little bit more interesting too because in inside the people that are watching this i'm pretty sure a lot of there's a few that are my age or oh older. there's there's a i'd say half of them are older than you and that's good and that's that, sick you know that's what's so great man I, that's what keeps bmx alive is the fact that we have foundation and people like them they're all well, it. dude it's not that they're staying in it it's that they're all coming back and there's no companies right now who are paying attention to these people that are coming back into bmx and it's kind of sad like haro is the only company really that's like oh they're making their old school bikes look 36 36 45 30 38 I'm definitely older. <laughs> Someone well, didn't want to say guess, how old they are. I guess then I don't need to have the conversation. Uh, maybe I can relate with these guys because I started in 91 and Joe Johnson taught me how to 360 and then I learned 540s on vert around like 93 or so. So there's a lot of guys on here that 
can understand kind of where I am, but I guess I just, I'm so passionate and I love BMX so much that I guess we all have our perspective and we all take it a certain way. Yeah. It's like, you know, most of my friends can't stand me because every conversation, it could start out being like, hey, dude, how was your day? And then the guy's like, oh, great, man. We were over by this wall. And as soon as he says wall, I'm like, dude, do you remember when Dave Boker had that ad in GT and he did that wall ride? And then that's like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're supposed to be having a conversation not about BMX. I, I just yeah. can't help it. You know, it, it's, it's, it's an obsession. It's literally an obsession. It is. And, and what I like about this now is I'm noticing that a lot of these guys are my age, which is yeah. awesome. But most you of know, my or, people who watch my old. videos are older. Right. And, and that's good, man, because without those dudes, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today because yeah. they told me, hey, you little fucking shit, you better be watching this video. And if you're not watching this video, you can't hang out with us. And all I wanted to do was hang out with the dudes I grew up with. So I did everything they wanted me to do, even performing beer runs for them <laughs> so they could get drunk at the BMX spot and I could hang out with them and try to learn feeble grinds in 1995. So it's, uh, it's hilarious how it comes. I, uh, <clears throat> going, going back to the very topic, uh, I guess I, I still, I don't know. I can admit that I can get jealous of certain riders cause I'll never be able to do that. My dream trick, my dream trick is what that Dakota kid does all day long. Back flip flip to manual, whatever. My 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 well, then do it. is a backflip manual one eight. Why couldn't you backflip back the manual? Every time I've gone to Woodward, the last three times, I do this. I get upside down and I do the oh shit button, and I eat shit. And I don't even eat shit correctly. I'm a dumbass and throw my bike. I, I just I'm afraid of backflipping. And every time I try to flare, I do corkscrew. So either way, I'm having a hard time. Maybe I'll overcome it. Maybe I'll learn it for my forties. You probably should. If Nyquist can do his flip straight double bars at his age, you can do flip to manual. Well, maybe it's like you said. I'm really good at this certain stuff, and I suck ass at this stuff. And that's just kind of how BMX can go. Maybe. I still think you, know, you could do it if you really wanted to. I swear, it looks like I feel like you're in my basement right now because we had the exact same ceiling and lights in the basement. Yeah, well, I'm in a... I live in Mike Brennan's parents' basement. They uh, made an apartment, and I rent it out. So sick. I uh, talk BMX, I work BMX, I ride BMX, and I live in a BMXer's parents' house. Hey, you're living it, man. That's why people talk crap about you. They're jealous that you get to literally live BMX whenever they're sitting there thinking at that jam, like, damn it, I can't get hurt today because if I do, I'm not going to be able to go work on Monday and pay my bills. And then I'm going to get kicked off, fired, not be able to pay for my house or my car. And then I'm going to be homeless. And it's all because I can't live BMX like Montana Ricky. And that's why F Merit and F Montana Ricky. Well, it's. It could be. I don't know. But at the same time, it, it sometimes it makes me stronger. But it sucks when I drove a couple hours to throw a jam and give kids smiles. And then you get older dudes. You know, that's another thing that I'm a stickler on. I don't mind people that, like, come to jams and they're smoking cigarettes and smoking weed and drinking. I get it. But it's like sometimes it just has a negative effect. 
because usually the ones that are drinking are not riding and they're doing nothing but sitting in the back shit talking and it just gets yeah. so, I get so upset about it. and I'm gonna sound like a little pussy right now which I don't give a fuck you know what I mean Each I don't either own, I think that stuff should just be kicked out of BMX entirely if you wanna well, if you wanna advertise the little kids like you're gonna have a jam for little kids and you're gonna have people there smoking weed and drinking yeah I mean we get into that I can't force them not to do it you're they're right there. it's a public place you're right what I'm saying I, I, I love Baco because as soon as we start talking about drinking and antics, Baco comes to my mind. I, I can't help it. Yeah, and Baco is just a giant party for underage mm. kids to drink and do stupid stuff. Yeah, uh, man, definitely. I, I, I just, it's tough because I don't want to sound like a pussy. And then at the other time. Who cares what sounding like a pussy it. sounds like? It's like people put their ego and their pride above promoting BMX to people who could get involved. You know how many people probably never got to ride BMX because of pros who advertise nothing but smoking weed and drinking? Yeah. How many parents probably saw that and were like, yep, you're not doing yeah. that. And we we, that's why, we could have lost out on the next Vic on Murphy. We could have lost the next Van Homan. Could have lost the next any number of legends because of some dumbass who accompanies supporting by promoting weed smoking and alcohol in his Instagram story when he's not even 21 yet. Not even old enough to make his own decisions for you. Like, really. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I am guilty of smoking and I've never drank. You can do whatever you want, drugs. but it's, there's a problem no. when you're a professional BMX rider paid yeah. by a and, company and, and putting it on the internet. Right, and, and I know that, and I, they shouldn't be advertising it. And that's a whole topic on its own because I'm the biggest fucking asshole when it comes to that shit. I fucking hate it. Yeah. And I have every right to hate it, and it's a very personal thing to me. But it's like at the same time, everyone makes their own choices. I just, oh, there's just so many things in BMX that it's just like, it wouldn't make us have this topic if it wasn't happening. If that wasn't happening and we had this churchy, good, nice churchy you get what i'm saying like this super nice no i get it there's happened. there's got to be all sides of the spectrum but it's got to be a balance and that's the problem there isn't balance right now no there, well how are we gonna it, it, it's just tough like uh it's tough I, I would love to be like hey you can't do this you can't do that but then each to their own Oh, I get uh, my it. My problem with people that drink when they're there is just when they're not riding and they're just acting like douchebags. That's yeah. the only time I hate it. I don't like. I don't like. Weed is when you can't ride and weed. If you could weed and ride, I don't give a fuck. But when you're lazy and you don't want to do shit, that's when I hate it. I can't stand cigarettes. So get that fucking shit out of here. Did I die? No, you're there. there. You're there. Okay. Uh, the vape and all that shit. Uh, it smells good, but I don't know what it's going to do to us 10 years from now. Who knows? Yeah. Probably I'm going to grow seven feet, which will be pretty good for foot jams because I'll never miss. But uh... <laughs> I don't think kids get into BMX to be told what to do, though. Probably the opposite. And you know what's hilarious? I said this whenever I talked to Joe Gromdad when I interviewed him. It's so funny to me that an entire industry of people who got into BMX to go against the mainstream, follow BMX's mainstream to the line. Like, it, it, there's so many people who are, like, all about being against 
the man and like I'm doing this to rebel or whatever, you know. And then when it comes to the trends in being <clears throat> mainstream in BMX, they're literally like stuck to it like a magnet. I think it's hilarious. Right. Uh, I don't mean to have topic. Uh, no food. Ask Montana if he wears brands that don't sponsor BMX. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm guilty of it. I wear Walmart shoes because I don't like fucking Vans. I hate Vans shoes. I, yeah, they support BMX, but I don't give a shit about Vans. I'm not spending $60 on a pair of shoes. I wear... Uh, let, let me find it. $5 shoes that I get at Walmart. I just, I'm going to tear them up. Might as well buy $5 pairs. All right. I want to know how long does that $5 pair of shoes last? Two, to, two months. Two Vans months? Last one month. That's not bad though for a pair of shoes that cost five bucks. So what's that? Six pairs a year. To, that's $30 a year for shoes. That's not bad. I'm trying to, I'm trying to live on a budget, brother. BMXers, BMXers are, uh, you know, we're cheap. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't say that's off. cheap. I wouldn't say that's cheap at all. I'd say that's being smart with your money. I get all my shirts from Walmart. <laughs> I get my underwear from Walmart, which obviously supporting Walmart isn't good. And then all the clothing that I get are BMX companies that give them to me. Right. Or hat ones. I mean, Ethica or whatever not. There's tons of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of BMX. But I will be honest with you, no food. You are right. I'm not calling up standard right now and getting the standard Cobra jacket like I used to. I'm not hitting up hitting up S and M and getting that new, you know, tits and beer shirt. You know, I'm not hitting up uh, Mutiny and getting Mutiny's new shirt. You know, I mean, obviously, a majority of that I I I, I would love to support and do that, but I do ride for companies, so you know, I'd be see I'm on a different spectrum where it comes yeah. in. But yes. Like, I do wear some BMX stuff, and I support it. And if somebody has a GoFundMe, and I believe it's a right cause, like Chris Doyle's, I support it. All those props documentaries are, you know, props that Garrett Burns and uh, uh, Garrett Burns and the Jimmy Levan. I buy three copies of those. Someone, you know, so. Ben, I made an entire video about George jeans from Walmart. I love those pants for riding. <laughs> do you have you seen them yet they're slim no, straight get, pants from walmart they're 13 dollars. i get all of my pants on the closeout bins at target for seven dollars they're elastic girl pants that's not they bad perfect that's not bad I, a lot of people and, didn't uh, know mutiny still existed <laughs> tell I, I want chad to know this chad if it wasn't for tom and empire a lot of companies still would be around Relic, Mutiny, Terrible One, and uh, somebody else all are in the warehouse at, at Empire. And Tom is still supporting those guys and keeping them around. That's sweet. So there are companies there. And you know what I mean? You've got uh, Blackout that supports Terrible One. And they buy all the stuff from Terrible One when Terrible One does theirs. But everybody knows that Terrible One does theirs by you have to pre-book everything before before Joe can do it because Joe's a one-man band. You know what I mean? And, uh, and if you haven't supported Joe right now, if anyone doesn't know that Joe got hurt on a motorcycle, uh, if you get a chance, go to Empire BMX and buy one of the shirts and support him. You know I just I mean? remembered Which, something I wanted to say too. 
Which, by the way, I hate fucking motorcycles. Yeah, I hate motorcycles, motorcycles are stupid. BMX more than I hate anything else. They're so stupid. That's, that's <clears throat> Everybody like, gets hurt. That's a good way to die, like real quick. I hate it. Because that, that ha- <laughs> we're adrenaline junkies and we have to go fast. Yeah, you have to go fast. I want to point out. I yes, I was saying that I'm totally against all that stuff being promoted in BMX, but I'm also friends with people like Charlie and Greg Henry who do nothing but promote that thing. You can yeah. you can be against something and still be friends with people who do that. Aside from what culture in the America tells you these days, you're allowed to be friends with people who have opinions and do things you don't agree with. Right. And that's the way it should be. And uh that's probably what'll be so great about these conversations. And if we only get twelve people to thirty people on these every Sunday and we keep these going, you know, we can have conversations and everybody on here is from somewhere different. It's just a good way to spend Sunday too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean I could be playing World of Warcraft right now, but I'm surprised. You know, I'd rather talk BMX. Right. Someone said hold up. I wonder what they're saying hold up to, though, because there's like a five-second delay. Right. Uh, uh, Donnie, uh, Donnie Barris says, Ricky, you don't need money to be a max. Well, I need money to fucking live. Yeah. So I'd rather live first before BMX. I have to do that. So You have to I be able to live to and pay your bills to be able to ride your bike. Yeah, of course. And uh, I'm no different than other people. I got to scrounge around to make money too, so I choose to spend my money on generic things. Wow and, is for the uh, winter. No, wow is every day. Fuck that. No, I, World it, of Warcraft and it's, BMX. Every day winter is Call of Duty and World of Warcraft season. Get it right. <laughs> okay, that's how it used to be for me. Before I, had, before I had YouTube and had to make videos every day and do all the crap I do, I would play Call of Duty in the winter because it was Call of Duty season. Wow is whack AF. Wow? You can call wow as whack as you want to because guess what? Life is freestyle. We can do whatever the hell we want regardless of how you feel about it. (laughs) And that's going to be something I'm never going to hold back from saying. I don't care how it makes anyone feel because if you have problems with the way someone else lives their life, even though it doesn't affect you, then you're the one with the problem. It's crazy. Life's crazy. Uh, let's uh, call of booty. It's call, call of booty. booty. But uh, getting back to the topic way at the very beginning. Um, actually, how about this? What the fuck is up with that kid backflipping down El Taro? Dude, it's okay. So first of all, it said it was it was second try. I want to see the first attempt because like how, okay. How did he not get it first try and still be able to keep going? You know, how do you wreck on that? Maybe he just dabbed a foot off or something, but like, how can you wreck on that and keep going? Because that was crazy. Yeah. My other thing is, is all right. Obviously the come up posted and said the come up posted uh, for attention. Yeah, of course it did. But I, I, what I'm saying though is, I can't take away. I'm not a. I'm not the biggest scooter fan. Yeah. There's a lot of. There's actual scooter riders I do like. But when I look at that, it makes me think. All right. Well, what is BMX going to do to step it up? Because let's go back to the Adrian. Double bar. bar on it. 
I don't know, because it doesn't seem like, oh, I would say until now, until that <clears throat> backflip on a scooter, there wasn't competition between sports at El Toro. But now that someone backflipped it on a scooter, BMX is like, okay, if someone can do that on a scooter, what can we do on BMX bikes? Right. And so let's just go with that topic and let's just say that challenge is coming here. Kenneth Tencio's got a backflip down El Toro. He already did it down oh. a smaller set. Okay, well, yes, he can do that. I don't give a shit about the backflip. I can I can name four tricks right now that would be cooler than that backflip. What do you want to bet that Zach Gerber goes and tries to front flip it? Oh, my God. that's a, I didn't even think of the front flip. Maybe because I just think front flips and back flips would be like the corny thing to do down it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the gangbanger to me is a 540. If Dude, someone fives if that, anyone five, you'd be better off to seven it. Can you imagine if someone that, they they have to wear a helmet or you're dead? Like you're literally gonna die if you try to 540 that and fly backwards onto your head. Uh, Corey, uh, I think Corey didn't Corey lucky up it to 180. I have Corey no idea. Up, lucky upped it to bar. I have I no idea. Or did he lucky down it? I can't remember. I don't know. Either way. I reverse handlebar ride down El Tar. I, I just think the 540 would be nutty. That would be insane. That would just because of the death factor. That's a dead man trick. Like it, you either get it or you don't. <laughs> There's no middle. Like, like when that juice kid tail whipped it, the tail whip wasn't as impressive as uh, as Davy Watson doing an oppo ice pick grind down the rail. I think just that tail whip was so crazy because of the situation. Like with the lady oh, yeah. in the golf cart there and just craziness. Has anyone done a 720 roof drop? I think Garrett and like two other people might be the only people who've ever sevened down something like that. Maybe, uh, well, maybe a few people. Churchill and Garrett both are doing bunny hop seven. That's what I'm saying. There's only a few people who have sevened downstairs. You still have the cardboard in your hat, bud. Yeah, I know. That's how. See that? I told you I'm cheap. That's how you keep your hat fresh, brother. Oh, Take is it? Home. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I saw that today, and obviously. I like that attention though because it gets people speaking and yeah. talking and thinking about it. And uh, Brandon Beacon's half cab is fucked. He like, almost had it too. He really uh, I did. Had, he he was close. He, he clipped it. That that is one of the craziest things is that half cab. But yeah, uh, I heard that Bruce Christman wanted to fake it when he was down there That'd be getting ready so to film insane. the facade. That'd be so and insane. And somehow he didn't end up over Tem, there. Tem went. <laughs> Don't acknowledge them. They're not here. <laughs> anyway. No, but uh, <clears throat> the topic of it, just anything on that is nuts. But I've seen, I've seen that new kid that I rode with yesterday. He's done bigger gaps. The- He's done bigger drops. I saw him tail whip down a 28 stair. Yeah, he's done bigger ones. How big ones. is El Taro's only 20, so... Yeah, he'll... Yeah, he's gonna do some crazy stuff. That's the way that kid works. He, like, goes as hard as humanly possible. Then he gets hurt on something like that. Then he go, Then he's away for a little bit. Then he comes back, goes as hard as humanly possible. 
it's yeah, crazy. That's how BMX is. No, that's I'm just saying that's crazy. He, that it's, it is. And during my time, Brooke, our, uh, Chester Blacksmith was one of those. Yes, guys. Sean yes. Burns, one of those dudes. You, you know what I mean? If we go way back in the early '90s, we have Keith Trenner. We have uh, Dave Volker went huge as shit and did some crazy ass things. He did that manual for like four four miles. He did a manual for like four miles. No joke. Where do you like even do that miles. at? <laughs> Huh? Where do you even find a place to do a manual for that far? I think they were like in San Francisco, like on a hill on the side, like on a mountainside or something. Huh. And it just kept going. I remember watching the old GT video and they were talking about it. I mean, that's what's so great about BMX is you got dudes that do goofy shit. And then you got dudes that fucking just have the biggest dicks. I wish walking. that you those kind of people could be in it longer, but man, when you break yourself off like that, it's just you can't come back sometimes. Yeah, Lord Lord Volker, thanks, dude. Your your bike. It's um, <clears throat> I don't know, and, and that's what's so great about having the people that are in chat and they're older than me. You know, I, I could only imagine riding BMX in the late '80s, man. You had a one-inch head tube. <laughs> he said when you had 48 spoke triple wall BMX manual no, themselves. No, triple walls weren't out yet. No, he, no this dude said when you had 48 spoke triple walls BMX man, BMX's manual themselves. Oh, okay. Well, that's like 2002 or 1998 up there. But I'm talking about like the 89s, man. When you had the gooseneck thing, when you had that long ass thing that went in there, the frog, and you had to bounce it to pull your stem out. Oh my gosh. And then you, you had you didn't even I don't even think you had three piece cranks at that time. I think you were still at single piece cranks. Probably. And half inch pedals, man. And then the pedals were fucking those ones that'll take your shins off. The yeah. bear clog. Right. Dude, yeah. I'll be honest with you, man. I love I love heavier stuff. I mean it sucks my back hurts, but the heavier the bike parts, the better they were and the longer they lasted, dude. Yeah. This this new stuff. When I watch kids like bar spin a ten stair and their fork and there's here's the thing about off. that though. Like we're I I don't know. It's better than it was eight years ago. Whenever companies were trying to see how light things could get, like things used to be even lighter than they are now because what they got version, too light. What version of the Grim Ripper are we on? I don't know, but I I. Well, I've heard of people who've never who rode that frame, and that was the only frame that they didn't break. My buddy Brian, you're out your fucking that's, mind. That's his thing. He broke every single frame he's ever had, except for his current one and a Grim Reaper that he had. Dude, give me my tin hat because that's a conspiracy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's not Dude, a liar. Hell no. Lee Ramsdale gave me six of them, and I snapped six in six months. That's scary. Just scared, yeah, it, breaking it, it, a frame it, is scary. All of them were. Someone says they didn't break downstairs. one. They didn't break one. It's not a conspiracy. Oh my god, Brian, you have to bunny hop, okay, buddy? <laughs> you didn't just say that. <laughs> oh, hold on, I gotta take a picture of my screen right now. Yo, Tim Blake coming in with that 99 cents, baby. That's revenue. <laughs> Dude, we're revving. You're going to have to go online and buy one of their stickers. <laughs> That's hilarious. I, I can't it's afford crazy. it. 
as crazy as Cam Wed can be, they've always been really respectful towards me. Not me. They call me like gay. That. They called me so gay. Well, that's because I don't know you. And you probably haven't DM'd and talked with them, and you're not annoying like me. And anytime they try to do something offensive or try to get me to be mean, I'm not like that. And they can go through my DMs and look at them. If they shit talk or do something, I'd never respond with a shit talk. <laughs> I'm so gay, but I don't even like boys. <laughs> oh Jesus. There's so many sound bites in here. There is? Oh. I'm saying like things that we're saying that could be sound bites. Oh. You gotta make an emoji so they can push the emoji and then it pops up. Whenever I become a whenever I get to the point where you can get members on YouTube, you can do that. Oh, and then you can put like a little hat with a beanie or your little beanie. Yeah, yeah, you it. can make little emojis like that. Let's, uh, hey, uh, chat, uh, give us something to talk about, but I want somebody that's my age or a little bit older and give me an explanation of what you think about BMX now. What do you mean by BMX now? Like current? Now, just how they think about BMX. Like, do they think it's crazy? Do they think it's stupid? What about the clothing, the way the bikes look? The bikes are 20 times better than the bikes were when they were riding. The fact that you can post anything on Instagram and it's instant satisfaction and you don't have to sit around for three months waiting for that one fucking video or magazine to come out. And then guess what? <laughs> Jeff doesn't release it and you have to wait another month and then Snap goes under and then Trend isn't around anymore and Pusher BMX stop making their local BMX. Uh, their local BMX magazine, Pusher BMX magazine, was the best, by the way. <laughs> look at the stream. <laughs> what? Just look at the stream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. That's awesome, man. I don't, I, I don't know. Oh, BMX. Hey, you, it's ex hey it's exactly what you wanted. People that are doing their own thing, and it might be offensive and wrong, but they're at least giving us a chance and coming to our platform. I don't know if I'm allowed to. to I'm not allowed to say anything because I'm sponsored by Tem Wed now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're paying you. <laughs> I'm pro. I'm pro for Team Tem Wed. I'm going to sign a contract. Oh yeah, fifty million a year because BMX is worth it. BMX now isn't better or worse; it's just different. BMX is better than it's ever been, I think, because you can live like obviously the era is different, but you can live however you want. Like I'm, look at me; I'm stuck in 2006. You know, like look, I well, got I got my carabiner that I put on my pants. I got my Velcro wallet. <laughs> Do you know how I know you're not stuck in 2006? How? Your bike isn't painted. Your seat post isn't duct taped to your frame. And you have, have brakes. The fuck out of here. Eddie Cleveland was 2006. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at the stream. I'm just going to keep putting this what? up. Oh, my God. Now you got them all stoked on 10 wood. <laughs> I think it's funny, though. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that's so good. Uh, Brian Lowerly. Um, you are right. Following trends can be tough, though, man. And I can always go back to this example. I remember when I used to make edits, I would watch other video parts. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, ben Holman did a gap and manual the big handrail. Now I got to go out and try that. Oh, shit. You know, this guy rode like this. Oh, I got to ride like that. And then it took me until I got older to realize, like, I don't have to ride like anybody, man. I'm going to be myself and enjoy my enjoy it. And it sounds so corny to talk that way because when I hear myself say that, I'm like, oh, you fucking sound stupid, Ricky. But it, it's the honest truth. Like, it took, it took until I started riding underhanded to realize, like, I can make a whole edit riding under and I'm having people can't do tricks underhanded. So I, I really enjoy, you know, the, the fact that following trends, sometimes following trends is tough not to do it because let's say it's something that's beneficial. Let's say a company or somebody comes up with a better way or a better idea of doing something. Sometimes you got to follow that trend. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's certain people, though, that like to uh, follow trends just to stay relevant, and it's very obvious. And right, well, I don't that know. comes into the age of having to keep a sponsor, brother. When you get sponsored, which will happen, when you get sponsored, you will realize that you got to do certain things, man. I'm never gonna. Sometimes, I'm never gonna be in that position. No one's. Well, no one wants you're me. Not gonna, you. You have the best agent right here buzz you're gonna be adopted here soon and i'm your agent i'll do the talking for you as soon as you release that new edit you've been or that video part you've been working on for years people are gonna shit their pants and i know you got stuff back better than the stuff that you already have your problem is is yourself you're the most confident person when it comes to talking about things than yourself because you don't believe in being you're so humble you're a fucking dickhead <laughs> How does that even you're work? You're so nice. You're an asshole. I I'm telling you, man. You're really good on a bike. You have a great personality. Just travel. Every time we have, every time we talk on Sundays, I'm just gonna say that to you. you you're can... humble. You're a good dude. Travel. Thank you, Ricky. Uh well, Dan. Guess what? Everybody is gonna have a hard time going with Chrome now. Since yeah. the price of Chrome went up 50%, I don't well, think the majority of companies are going to make Chrome. That and people are kind of figuring out how bad it is for the environment. And, like, it's just the worst thing ever. So that's a thing, too. You know what else is bad for the environment? What? You fucking weirdo. Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> You're lagged out. I can't hear you right now. Why? Okay, you're good. I think you're good. All right. All right. What's bad for the environment? I said what's bad for the environment is humans. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it, it froze on you calling me a weirdo. You know why? Oh. Because I control the internet. Hell yeah. Hey, we got 37 people on yeah, we do. 
All right, I'm turning off the Wi-Fi uh, on my phone. Kevin, Kevin, I love that Kevin brought up the pink situation. Pink was and then we had that trend for like six months of pink. I don't think pink's going to come back for another 10 years. Ricky, you are lagging out super bad. I don't know why. Are you on the Instagram right now, Bo? I'm on. I'm turned. My in. Uh, my Wi-Fi is turned off. I don't know why it's being crappy. Maybe. Uh, maybe Tim Weed. Uh, Tim Weed. Uh, donated too much money. I guess. Ninety-nine cents was too much. It crapped out the whole stream. Tim Wade hacked you. <laughs> no, he's asking for my address right now to send the adoption papers. <laughs> I love it. I don't know if I should send it. I'm scared. Yo, BMX Klein makes a good thing. When uh, when bike shops call me and they ask for pink, I told them I have so much pink in stock they won't believe it. And they're like, oh, sweet, can I get some pink tires? I'm like, yeah, uh, we call all of our black stuff pink. So whatever you want, we got because <laughs> uh, BMX client was talking about spray paint. Uh, black spray paint is my trend. <clears throat> Damn! How do we have so many Tim Wed people on here? I don't know. Are they are they are sending people this way? That'd be awesome, man. That's support. Should I actually give my address to get some <laughs> adopt stickers? Yeah. You know what's so crazy? What? Those little fuckers are so smart. I bet you have your address. Uh, maybe. I'm not even kidding you. I I'm not even kidding you. If they were smart, they could go to my Instagram, look up a photo I took while I was at your house, pinpoint the location. Ooh. And all they have to look for is... Huh? I said, ooh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's, it's the one where I'm in the snowbank taking a picture with my bike i put your location on it <laughs> did you really no i didn't i just wanted them to dig five thousand pictures back just to go find it i don't know is it safe wait um i don't just have what they sent me stuff did they I think they sent me something. No, they didn't send me anything. Uh, that was a different, uh, a different meme account. Hey. Yeah. God damn it, Kevin! I'm part of this too. Still only 34 folks in the chat. I've done better. Yeah, we gotta get to 50. Ricky, your internet is crapping out. Hey man, I told you I'm a BMXer, brother. I can't afford everything. I don't well. I don't understand what's going on. What do you mean? I don't know why it's not good because it's been fine. How about now? Uh, might be good. That's good. What are you looking at? I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to send them my address. <laughs> <laughs> Have them send it to Ray's BMX. Oh and yeah. You can pick it up at the office. Maybe. They're good dudes. I've seen one of their hands. 
You've seen one of their hands. Yeah, I tried the live Facebook thing or whatever not, and the bastard would always show me basketball cards. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right, moving on. Moving on from all that topic to that stuff. We still have 34 people that are on here. here here's one. Here, here's how we get a good question. Brandon Klein, what is the best BMX video ever made? And why? It hasn't shoot been that, put out yet. Ask me, Williams. If you're thinking too long, don't do it. Oh my God, Kevin Johnson said flip side. <laughs> no, I. Is that the one where Black Man did that huge 360 and blew up his wheel? Recommend some newly released DVDs. Uh, yeah, the Jimmy LeVan documentary. There's a good DVD. I haven't seen that. You watched it? It's good? I, I ordered three of them. I nice. just haven't got them yet. Nice. I want to watch that. Ooh, nowhere fast. Dan, that's a really, really... Dude, your internet is going to hell. There. Problem solved. Problem staying solved. I know. Uh, it's back, what I think. It? What was what? What was it? What What was what? You said that the internet had sucked. Or, what, or you just gave him your address. Oh, I gave him uh, an address that's safe to give them. <laughs> that where I... Well... It's a public address screen. that I can actually get to. Oh, that's cool, man. The bike shop. Anyway, um, we can put the stickers or whatever they send you on the green screen, and we can have sponsors every week. Yeah. Dude, hit us up. We only cost ten grand an episode, and you only have to fly us out once a year. <laughs> dude, Tim Wood's 99 cents in, dude. You can't beat 99 cents. No, we're sponsored. <laughs> Ricky, we're sponsored. Ford, uh, Ford. Dead Crow Army. There's so many names in here right now. Yo, Dead Crow Army's on here too. Yeah. It's because of the advertising, brother. I put it in on my Instagram. I did too. Tenogy. Tenogy. Hella sponsored. Yeah. You know, you know what's so great about this is we got 33 people that are about something that we love, and they're just staying on here. And I know it isn't like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people or whatever not, but that's like 32 guaranteed people that actually enjoy the fact that we're on here talking. Yeah, we're just hanging out. I, uh, <clears throat> no beer, no sex, just BMX. It's a VHS that got me in. Yo, you're right, Kevin. Dude, without I, I don't have my, I'm not sure if I enjoy it yet. We're not going to be able to enjoy it if Ricky's internet doesn't stop sucking ass. Ricky's gone. I don't know what he's doing, but he's gone. His internet sucks, that's all.
So while Ricky's gone, let's talk a whole bunch of crap about him. His mustache, I mean not his mustache, his glasses, his glasses and his face and this painting of him over here. Trailer Park Boys, Trailer Park Boys, is, is that a BMX thing? Also, Kevin, thank you for the super chat, Kevin, seriously. You're spo you sponsored us. We're sponsored by Kevin now. We're sponsored by I, Kevin. He donated five bucks, I see. Kevin Jackson. Uh, Brian, I host jams every once in a while whenever I get a chance. Uh, Vic Murphy wanted me to do some. Uh, Lee Ramsdale hit me up. He wanted me to do a Red Bull one. It's just I have so much for work. Anyway, here's what here's what I wanted to go and grab. And then I can tell you. All right. This right Look, here. Look, it's a videotape. This right here isn't my porn stash. But at one time, this is where I did hide my porn. But what I want to do pull out and look at this. Sponsor me and, tape. Ricky, I have a VHS. That's my sponsor me. Ricky, I have a VHS player right beside me. Hand it through the screen. <laughs> Yo, we got another super chat. Brian, we're sponsored by Brian now. We're sponsored. We're sponsored. Damn. But what's so funny about this is if Thank you, Brian. Any of those older guys are making these and spending these and sending these sponsor me tapes to all the companies that you wanted to ride for. I just didn't have enough balls to send this one out. But I still kept it. And then we can go into I'm going BMX again. <laughs> What's BMX again? Uh, that it's an edit that I made. That's I made this, sick. This, this edit right here is 97 to 98, and this edits 2000 to 2001. That's so funny. Everything then, I've ever made has been digital. Oh, you're so crazy. And then this one is, um, I had a clothing company called Endless Riders, and I had a shirt that was in Dan's comp called Women Dig My 20-Inch and uh, Ride Like You're High on Crack. And the shit sold out right away, and I didn't make any more shirts, but we made a, we made a DVD, but I never released it. And so this is it, but it's only halfway done. It's got like my video part in it, uh, my friend Conan's video part, my friend Justin, and then a shitload of people. Clothing companies, <laughs> man, those are how you become a millionaire. <laughs> well, I became a millionaire. Oh, am I frozen again? You were for a second, but somebody said I'm out here drinking that CBD water. Oh my god. People are crazy. Anyway, I just wanted to show those and then just give an idea of like the things that I kept. And uh I have so many photographs that I've kept of BMXers when they were younger before they got sponsored. So it's always funnier. Oh, speaking of that, check it out. I'm so confused. 
I better start a clothing company and make random Instagram messages to people. That is hilarious. Where is he going? Look at this. This Okay, hold on a second. Is this Ricky? Is this Montana Ricky? Or is it the guy from Jurassic Park? <laughs> oh, check this out. So we got to dig through our stuff. Look at that little young kid. You guys might is that Hoder? As Mike Hoder. That is awesome. We used to call him Fat Mike. <laughs> Look at that little tiny kid. And I helped him get his first sponsor on Vandal Bikes. Let's see. Uh, this is an Indian guy coming in. <laughs> Ricky, yeah, look at this stream. What? <laughs> just look at this stream. You got your picture. This is what I was just sent. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, but, funny. You know, that's that's 2010, man. You need older shit. I just think it's funny because I got sent that as soon as you showed that. It's so hard. I wish I wish some of the people that I have on here were on the chat. It'd be awesome to show them. That would be sick. I got more ones, but I can't show some of them because it's when they're drunk. I got nothing, man. I got this is about the only thing I got to show. Dude, show them all your lizards, bro. I, I that's too much work. I got this right here. Can you see it on my screen? Little devil. It's brand new. You know what's so cute about you? What? Is all your stuff like when I was like 20 something years old. <laughs> when And when I was definitely not 20 something years old. Dude, you got brand new pairs of orchid shoes. I do. I really do. I still haven't made a video with those. I had the same wallet that said por <laughs> Ricky's got a portrait of the guy from Jurassic Park with glasses. And it freezes. How hilarious is that? It froze on Ricky showing his portrait. All right. Well, I got to drive my ass an hour away from here. So, so that's going to be the end then. I'm going to end it when you get off here. Yeah. Tune in uh, next week for the foremost, next episode. <laughs> uh, I, first and foremost, I just want to say for the amount of people that stayed on here, for the new ones or the people that have been here before, I appreciate it. I know this is Brett Moore's Instagram. Or, <laughs> it's my uh, Instagram. YouTube, and I know it's like his show and the thing he was doing. But I only came on here because I turned it on one time and somebody said my name. So I was like, fuck this. If you're going to talk about me, I'm going to be a part of it. And then he called but, me instantly. <laughs> But me and Brett Moore do so much anyway together with our spotlight videos. We probably talk about four or five times a week. So it's it's kind of funny. I don't know how the friendship developed. I honestly really don't know how this friendship developed. But it, it's very great. And You uh, want to know how this friendship developed? First, talked to you on Instagram probably one time. And then I walked up while you were sitting at a table at Interbike with a bag full of parts. Oh, and I was doing and, a show, and then I was 
you no, and you were by yourself, and then you like you said my name as I'm walking up, and then you're like you called me sexy. <laughs> you're like hey, sexy or something funny like that. I was filming too. I was like it's on my YouTube channel somewhere because I was filming while I was walking up. I think. I remember I was giving a I was I was showing Union BMX all the new merit stuff. That was after. That was after. And you and your woman were standing right by it, and I was having to give a show, and that was like the first time I've ever done that live. So it was, oh, it, it was, was live. Cool. Yeah, he did that yeah. live on Facebook or something. Yeah, but uh, seriously, uh, thanks everybody that came on here, and uh, thanks to Tam Webb, thanks to Kevin, thanks to uh, Brian for donating. I think that probably reached the highest amount of donate. Yeah, that's the highest. <laughs> donations for any one night and uh majorly appreciate it because ricky is frozen right now because his internet is a potato say everything you just said after the highest amount of donations i just want to say that i thank everybody and also i want to tell them that i got some uh, special guests that i've been talking to that we're gonna have also on here coming up in a few weeks um can you hear me now am i in yeah you're good no, nope, you froze again. It's so bad. I talked to. How about now? How about now? Uh, you might be okay. We're gonna have guests, and there might be a certain one that rhymes with "fat Carringer." <laughs> <laughs> And also tell them we have another person, too, that agreed. Trick Perfy. Was that the one? And tell them another person that agreed. I don't know. What was the other one? Oh, uh, uh, Marley from Bitch. <laughs> 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 I, I'm just making, I'm just. So, can, can they hear me right now? Yeah, you're good. All right. So tell them that, uh. Vic Murphy has talked to me, and Vic said that he he could possibly come in when he comes back from Africa. So we might have Vic Murphy on here. Uh, Matt Berenger said that he is willing to do this, so we will have Matt Berenger on here. And then also Charlie Crumlish said that he will come on here too. So look forward to more people coming on here other than just us. And um, thanks, everybody, for the support. And uh, I appreciate everything, and I know it's not as organized or anything. But it's not supposed to be organized. This is freestyle. Is this all from them? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get as many people as possible on here, and they're gonna be able to speak any way they want. Freestyle. So That's the whole point. We're just gonna have warning signs, so. Uh, certain people that do come on will probably say things that they shouldn't say, but they're going to say it anyway. We don't want any rules. And we also just don't want the same things that always happen, where it's the, the corniness or the... How'd you start riding? And we you only live five minutes from L.A. because those are the only people that ever get promoted. So we'll try to do what we can. Uh, thanks, everybody. I'm glad I got to show you all my photos and my sponsor me tape. Uh, I also wanted to show this before we go. This videotape is the reason that I ride BMX and the guest that we get on here soon, Matt Berenger, is the reason. So I'm going to bone out from here. Thanks, everybody, for donating. 
uh, Dead Crow and Ronnie and Ryan and Matt and Tess and Philip and Kevin and Brian and everybody else in here and Brandon. Thanks, all you motherfuckers. Have the best day. Peace. <laughs> there it is. Ricky just hung up. That's the end. Guarantee he's going to call me in five minutes. One day I will keep streaming until he calls me. But for now, this is the end. Thanks for hanging out.